0: Welcome to episode 288 of Texting, hosted by myself, Justin Vincent, and Jason Roberts. Today, we are recording in the Batcave, Jason's Batcave, and we also have a special guest joining us at the beginning of this show, who's Jason's son, Colby.
1: Hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, Colby. <laughs> so, Jason, how you doing? Doing all right. How about yourself? Pretty good. So, are you happier to be uh, outside your house doing the show? Well, it, it's helpful because whenever we do the show, Georgie has to find an excuse to go traveling around Pasadena for a couple of hours. Right, so it's right. great that uh, the weather's not so hot today, so you don't have to have this AC on. Right, right. So that definitely is useful, yeah.
2: Okay, so back in the back cave, you haven't been here in a while. Yeah,
0: that's right.
2: So, uh, all right, so we got Colby on today. I mean, I don't know if we'll keep him on the whole show. What we'll do is um, we'll keep him on at least while we have topics that might be relevant to him. I know I obviously have a lot of things... There's been a lot of ongoing topics that are involve that involve
0: Colby or about Colby, so might as well. Well, I just first of all, I want to say you sent Colby down to answer the door to me, and when he when I opened the door, I was like, "Wait a second, who is this cut guy? Who is this guy who's like put on all this muscle and like really is looking yeah. like a like a young man here?" <laughs> well, he actually, it's funny
2: you say young man because he turned 11 uh, about a week and a half ago. Right. So he's uh, getting closer. I don't know if I'd say he's a man yet, but he is <laughs> moving beyond. I
1: have, a, I have a build like a man.
2: Okay. All right. Well, so you are officially a tween now, right? Yeah. Is 11 a tween?
1: I think it's 11 and 12. 11 to 13, I think.
2: All oh, 13 would be a teenager. So you're now a tween. So 11 and 12 are tween.
1: Yeah. All
2: right. So you're. I see you're messing with your new piece of
0: audio equipment there. So let's talk about your audio equipment real quick. Well... I was sick of us not being able to have more than one person on the show, more than two people on the show at any one time, with our old recorder, which was a Zoom H4. So I purchased a Zoom H6 that actually allows, um, in a very easy way, four people. But you can actually even have up to six people. So. Well, yeah. how, how do you have six? There's a, there's like a, a an extension that you can plug oh, onto the oh, back. Oh, I see. I the see. only issue is is they don't have phantom power, so that makes it a little bit harder because you've got to get different types of mics. But apart from that. This thing's looking pretty sweet. Now,
2: are the, the one you had before, that was pretty pricey. I think cost about three or $400, right? Yeah, this
0: is like 360 I think. The one was our older one, do you remember? Yeah, the, yeah, the old one was about the same price. So I guess just... Well, it's you know, been three or four years since. Yeah, then. exactly, yeah. But right. this is great. This has amazing reviews online, so...
2: And you just ponied it up with your own cash, right? Yeah. Wow, because I didn't hear anything about this. You didn't even
0: mention it to me as something you wanted to do, so... I, I did mention it. Well, I told you a couple of times I wanted to get it, and then I was just like, oh, man, I really it's probably retail therapy for all the right. stress I've been going through recently.
2: <laughs> cool, but you know what retail therapy is?
1: Uh
0: no. You it's okay to
2: say no. <laughs> so retail therapy is when people go shopping to make themselves feel better.
1: Uh, so some people uh,
2: like to shop and uh, I don't know.
1: I was I was about to say, is it is it shop therapy? And then and then you were like, it's okay to say no.
0: Okay. <laughs> all
2: right, so let's um so this, this, is, this is great. And then you had to buy
0: the headset. A new headset, right? Yeah, that was one fifty. But I I'm, once again, the reason why I wanted to do that anyway was because I'm kind of sick of using this headset. So in the main, I'll be able to use that other new headset. Although Colby's using it today.
2: Okay. Well, I guess this is to be a great time to uh, mention that anyone we would appreciate any donations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to replenish the uh, your your recent uh, purchases. Yeah. The I mean that'd be that'd be awesome. I mean, ultimately,
0: purchase. I would like to buy a couple of more headsets as well. Um, so that I can have four good ones like that. So we can have two guests at one time. Two guests person. at one time. Yeah, that'd be great. Would you have any idea of who, who you'd want on? Yeah, sure. How about Sherry and Rob Walling? They, they, they do podcasts together and they probably be great to have on as a, as a pair.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They mm-hmm.
0: haven't been, that, I guess if they come down, um, Sandy
2: was actually interviewed on their show oh, on, right. on, on Sherry's show.
0: Nice. she well, Five live. months ago. Yeah. 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 Um, well, you were on one of her, one of uh, Sherry Walling's older shows as well, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Parenting
0: so she, reimagined, I think it was.
2: Good memory. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So, um, all right. So, what do I want to start with? What, Colby? All
0: right. So, talk yeah. for the culminator. He, he's right yeah. there. All right, he's right here. Hello. So how? So what? How's the progress? Okay, uh, well, wait. why don't you get specific? Wait, wait, wait. Let, 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 let me let me ask the questions here. Okay. Right. So, Colby, first of all, what's it like working with your dad in that way?
1: It, it's good he's it's all right good. is yeah. he is he a hard task master kind kind of in between of easy and uh
0: well, well why don't you talk us through the program that you're doing and and what differences so you're specific, you' make?
2: so obviously you're specifically talking about the weight
0: training the strength yeah, training. yeah. I, thought,
1: I thought you were talking about like programming I was about like. I'm taking a break for that.
0: Oh, good point. Yeah, <laughs> when I said program, it sounds like programming. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the... Uh, program, what, what are you doing? With we're, so we're training?
2: calling it lion cub training. Lion yeah. cub, all right.
1: <laughs> lion okay. to cub.
2: You're, you're the li- yeah, you're the lion cub. So so we are... Yeah, so about... Uh, I guess we've done about five weeks now. So
1: Five I, and a half weeks, I think.
2: All right, so essentially what happened was... You know, I when I started doing, you know... Operation Superhero a yeah. year ago, um, Colby got kind of uh, interested because he saw the progress I was making, and I was talking about the research I was reading and the progress I was making. And uh, so, when uh, recently I told him I was, I, I might actually be healthy enough to start training again because I had been out with an injury, a couple injuries for
1: for like six nine months.
2: Yeah, for about nine months. Yeah, it was and your
1: it was your groin.
2: My groin and my uh, elbow. Go, elbow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Kobe so just, Colby just jump right in, right? Yeah, no, he's <laughs> he's
0: gonna jump right do and do that. By the way, that's the way that's that's that that makes great radio. All right, yeah, well,
2: yeah. well, here, so so he um so I we we're we in the car and I said, hey, Colby, and we're I don't know where we're driving. I said, you know, I think, I think I actually might. I'm feeling a little better. My legs feel better. I think I might be able to start strength training again. And I kind of look in the rearview mirror at him, and he kind of points at me. He's like, well, if you start strength training. training I'm strength training.
1: <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say I didn't say that, but I, but I knew I said something like that. Yeah, that
2: well, was it was pretty much it. So then um, he kept talking about it. Are we gonna start strength training, or can I start? You know, yeah. it was over a couple week period where I was sort of deciding whether I was healthy enough or not. And and
1: I, and, I, and you did like some research that said like it w- that you can start strength training when you're 7th and eight, and it's actually re- it's actually recommended for pre pre-pubes- prepubescent. I can't pronounce.
2: It. It's hard to say. Steve, Justin, can you say prepubescent? Prepubescent. Yeah, that's not, a, that's, yeah. not that's not a, that's not an easy word to pronounce. So, yeah, so you had been talking about it so much that your mom finally uh walked into the uh, the bat cave and she said, "All right. <laughs> you got to do something with him cuz he will not stop talking about strength training. You got to <laughs> do something." So I was like, "All right, well, let me let me do some research cuz I've been telling him I was like I that you know we we could start in high school. I think that's sort of when, you yeah, that's my understanding. When kids are old enough, physically, psychologically, just you know, whatever ways to 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 do strength training. And beyond before that, yeah, I've always heard that it's not healthy or can stunt growth
0: or yeah, whatever. Yeah. A lot of
2: myths. It turned out to be there's a lot of myths around it, but that's what I had heard. And uh, so I went and researched the American Medical Association. I read an, art- an article by them and, and, and I read the paper that they referenced and the Mayo Clinic referenced the same paper. And they were all like, yeah, let's do it. They, they basically said, yeah, it's good. It's yeah. good. You know, two thumbs up, you know. Um, and uh, so I was like, all right, well. So I talked about it. I'm like, are you serious about doing this? Do you really want to do this? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, let's, um, let's start with doing some body weight stuff. And we, started, we spent a couple weeks doing body weight.
1: One or two weeks, I think. We did two about
2: two, two and a half weeks of yeah. push ups and body weight squats and sit
1: ups. I think we started doing crunches.
2: Mm-hmm, stuff like that. And then uh, in the meantime, I was researching what kind of uh, equipment to buy. Yeah. And I was thinking, are we going to lift it in the garage? I was trying to figure out where we're going to put this equipment. And uh, finally, I came to the conclusion that the only place we really can work out is here on the back gate. back gate. No.
1: Yeah, like if, you, if I literally turned my head like almost. I don't know 70 degrees I can look at like the bench the hex bar curl bar <laughs> bar weights stuff whatever
0: that's all the stuff he is all the stuff so we got so a this, lot of so this stuff. is the gym and an office yeah we can a lot pull of stuff that stuff comes, out. comes in here and, you know it actually
1: wasn't it.
2: that expensive you know I yeah. mean in aggregate and in total I think this might be like for less than 500 dollars. but this is really like gym quality stuff this isn't yeah. like Kmart you know plastic weights yeah, that
0: big bar what do you call that thing again what that kind of hexagon thing.
1: Oh, that's the hex bar or trap bar.
2: All right, okay. That's for doing um deadlifts. Yeah, for doing deadlifts. But so normally you do a deadlift. is basically you just pick the bar straight up off the ground. Yeah. But if you have, if any of your, um if your form is just a slight bit off, you can really hurt yourself. Right. And I hurt myself that way, and a lot of people hurt themselves. Is that, that way. how you had the, the groin injury? No, no, that was something else. But oh, okay. I think
1: he, I think he was doing squats. Squats.
2: No, I was doing um Bulgarian split squats. Oh, uh, oh, Bulgarian split squats. As it right, were. That's right. Fair <laughs> enough. So um, anyway, the 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 hex bar allows you to stand with your center of gravity so that you're picking up the weight. It, it, you know right in line with it's your center kind of gravity. It's pretty, it's, pretty, to- it's
1: pretty much as if like you. It's like you've kept the same leg strength, but you put on like. The same amount of weight you're deadlifting with the trap bar, it's pretty much you've just gotten fatter and you're just doing body weight. It's pretty much what it is because it just... Okay,
2: I'm not sure. I, I don't <laughs> listeners understand what that means, but essentially what he's saying <laughs> is it's basically like doing squats, I think. Right. Deadlift is squats. So, yeah, so, so, yeah and uh, it turns out I was doing some research on it and they said that um, doing front squats and yeah, trap bar deadlift um, pretty much have a very similar effect without oh. the the possibility of injury. Damn it. Yeah, right. and, 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 but uh, but we still do squats, we just don't do um, regular deadlift. Okay. So, anyway, but yeah, we got all the equipment um and so we started up. So, what I what I wanted to do though before we started, I said, all right, "Let's test where you are. Let's see how many pull-ups you can do. Let's see what your vertical jump is, your standing broad jump and your weight."
1: I I remember exactly it was 16.8 vertical. Mhm
2: point sixteen Wait, sixteen point eight inches. So for all our non-American listeners, <laughs> okay.
1: And then it's like I think it, The broad jump was like almost seventy-six.
2: Sixty-five and
1: a half. Oh, 65 and, a half. Mm-hmm. and then and then like now.
2: Well, no, let's go. Like and just, then in your weight and your weight, you could do one my, pull my, up. My, you could do one pull up. Barely. Barely one pull up, and you could. And your weight was ninety point two pounds. Yeah. That was with with uh, workout clothes on, and then one and then one month later, so basically a month of training, two weeks of sort of lifting weights,
1: two three weeks. Eh,
2: was, I think done. it was three weeks. And it was three only weeks. it was it was only it was even two weeks. It was two weeks. So what were the numbers?
1: It was ninety point two for my weight. Ninety
2: point four actually. Oh,
1: ninety point four. Not
2: that that matters because that's probably within the range of fluctuation. Okay.
1: And then. For, and then for my vertical jump I got seventeen point three inches.
2: Right, so it's half inch improvement as vertical. Wow. And my
1: broad jump was like was like as as good as my dad's first broad jump, which was like seventy-four or seventy-five inches.
2: Seventy-three inches. So he increased his vertical, his uh standing broad jump about seven inches. Wow. So it was seven seven and a half inches, like that. So six well, was sixty-six and a half to seventy-three.
1: Yeah, it was like seven seven and a, seven half,
2: and a half inches. So he... He's actually his PR in a standing broad jump is as good as my first attempt. That's when he crazy. W- when he
1: when he was when he was like properly warm, like you would expect him expect him to jump a lot farther than me. I I jumped pretty much like I don't know eight fourth of an inch behind of
0: mm-hmm.
1: where he jumped first time.
2: Yeah, that's right. So so I don't I don't know if that says something good about him or something bad about me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's probably both.
0: <laughs> a little bit yeah, of good a... insight okay. there well I, I was thinking that um i mean colby i think you if you can't already beat me at an arm wrestle i'm gonna say that by the time you're 12 you'll be beating me in an arm wrestle <laughs> right because yeah. i mean i i do no strength training whatever so just you, you're probably gonna have the strength of just an average grown ass man who who doesn't do any kind of i training.
2: don't know i don't know what do you, it, think? It, you know he's 90 <laughs> pounds remember i mean he's right. four foot <laughs> Nine, you know, it's uh, you know he he's going to increase his strength considerably if we stick with it. I mean, we've done it a month. Yeah, we'll see if he's willing to stick with it for you know the long term, six months or a year. Right. If we do, um, it, it'll be substantial. He'll probably he could probably double his strength in a year. Yeah, probably come close. Which you said?
1: Yeah, I remember you said like at the beginning of season. I think it was at the end of conditioning, and when we started do, getting into like pad stuff mm-hmm. for the football season, you said. Maybe by the end of the season, you might, you might have one and a half times the strength of you that you do now.
2: Yeah, well, reading, reading the, um, the, 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 the research that the American Medical Association was, was citing for the uh, strength training, yeah. they had a bunch of pre-adolescents do strength training twice a week or three times a week for 12 weeks. And at the end of 12 weeks, they increased their strength on average of 30 to 50 percent. So I said, you know, right. maybe three months, we could do a 50 percent increase.
0: And we'll see. So, just taking one step back, Colby, why do you want to do it? Like baseball,
1: what, right? Baseball—the power for hitting and the speed f- for, the, uh, and no, no.
0: for the for the running—is it? Yeah, yeah, for the running, yeah.
1: yeah. Base running
0: for and for football. And what what difference is it going to make in football for you?
1: Uh, c- explosiveness off the line, yeah. Of uh, speed, vertical jump—you d- you do need that in, in a football.
0: All right, so that's the, what to catch, catch. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: If if I was like a wide receiver, I. I would need the vertical jump, but All as right. like a halfback. Is it also type, to
0: jump over other kids?
1: Probably not gonna happen until high school. Right. Okay. Maybe at the end of eighth grade or something.
0: So are you are you enjoying football? Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, uh, it it's fun because I love the contact and like I lo- I love. Hurting kids. <laughs> well, so I when he says it. hurting
2: kids, and they say it's not like injuring; it's just knocking them on their butts. So they're just like, Ugh. you know, that's just part of the game.
1: You right. know. I, I know. What's it called? On Thursday, I laid out four, three, four people seven times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he came out after practice. He was just like so giddy with excitement. So Do you have
0: like t- a like your own little tracking chart about
1: yeah. how many people you're bringing? If, down? He, if he could yeah. put
2: a skull on his helmet for every kid he laid out.
1: It would be, yeah. it would be all white by now.
2: Yeah. So, so <laughs> laying out somebody, what that means is that you run into each other, right? And yeah. you knock the other guy on, sort of into the air, and he lands no, on not, his- not, well. not, but not I not mean,
1: really in the air. But, but I like, mean, they
2: ultimately get knocked completely onto their back. And they're just flattened out. And if you lay them out, they're just kind of like, when you get hit like that, there's a, just kind the of, you're breath knocked out I remember in
1: the beginning of the season when I, when, uh, what's it called? When like Bennett, it was special teams. We were practicing special teams, and I was blocking Bennett. Mm-hmm. He he laid me out. I was like, oh, I do not like that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Bennett is
2: one of their
0: is one of their uh, best, Stronger biggest king. biggest, and best kids on the team. They're
1: starting safety. Mm-hmm.
0: So do you? Does that ever happen to you? Do you still get laid out at this stage? Or Probably not. Yeah, you're you're pretty good at avoiding it.
1: Yeah. Like last year, like I would get laid out constantly. <laughs> because uh, I was called? because I didn't because I was new to like the actual contact. Yeah. And I didn't know how to like resist the layout, but now like
0: What's the trick? If there the is The trick
1: one? is like just get low. Yeah. And then just fire up at them, get into like alignment block.
0: So it's like two cars crashing. Like you you've got motion just as much as they've got motion. So it's yeah. it's a
2: combination of getting a low center of gravity, getting an upward explosive trajectory and exploding quickly and you also have to store yeah and, but it's not just technique i mean you have to have a certain amount of explosiveness which is like the amount of force you exert over how short a period of time right? right right so and that's what we're training and 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 the thing is about when i say we're strength training we're really power training really it's a combination of getting strength exerted quickly and and so vertical jump standing broad jump 10 meters you know, sprint, uh, hundred forty um, yard dash. These are all very highly correlated. So If you're good at one, you're usually good at the other. So if we can, if we can increase his explosiveness in one, the other ones will move as well. So mm. we, I don't even really have to test his forty. I can almost guarantee that his forty will improve. Yeah. Um, and all these things are key to to sports, whether it's tennis or golf or football or baseball, rugby, it, uh, basketball. Explosiveness and speed. I mean, that's that's what d- differentiates good athletes and bad for most part i mean there's a certain amount of eye hand coordination and things like that but and uh, awareness and other things but explosive athletes being explosive is different is the big big differentiator in most sports and you if can, you can if you can train it yeah you, it, which you can right most people don't because it's you know for other reasons but if you if you do it you can completely change the
0: category athlete you are yeah that makes sense so by doing it, also you get. But by doing it earlier, you're going to get noticed by the coaches earlier. You're going to get more playtime. It's generally just going to shape your whole everything. Well, that well think, about, think about
2: think about you know you know you've heard about um, uh, Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers, right? Book. Right. Yeah. I've never read it. I've read book reviews of it. And I hear people always talk to me about it. And, you know, they will re- reference it. And the one, I think there's one chapter on about how they were talking about hockey kids playing hockey. Yeah. In kids who had later birthdays, I mean, look at all the kids who reached the elite level. They all coincidentally had very late birthdays, meaning that they were the oldest kids for their age group. And so what that meant is when you were really young, you, you're better, not just because you were a better athlete. You were like, you could eight, nine months older than some of those kids, close to a year older than some of those kids. And so you were the kid picked to be the all star, to be yeah. the starting player, yeah. have the marquee position. And so then you played that position more. And the more you played that position and got time on the field, the better you got. Where other kids played auxiliary positions, sat on the bench. You were chosen for all stars. And then the next year, and so you're better. So it just compounded, right? Yeah. It's like the rich get richer so but you can't change when you're born right yeah but what you can change one thing you can change of course that all that most coaching is about is just getting better skill wise and you know he does that as well as a lot of other kids I mean, he does clinics and you know lessons and things but the thing that most other kids vast majority of kids not doing in fact it's very rare for kids at this age to be doing this is mm-hmm. is the power and strength training and if yeah. he can make himself so that he is is fast as the fastest kids and and one of the most explosive kids. Then he will get all those all those
0: kind of benefits. So Colby, if you're in a lot of these tackles, do you end up with a lot of bruises?
1: I I, I kind of end up with like kind of like scrape bruises on my forearms, but not in like my my arms. But I like bet those I, other kids I have, this, I have is... this one bruise all that's right. like fading away, like right here. Okay. Because like I was I was trying to block someone like he was a little bit to the right of me and I was leaning over and my shoulder pad just went tr- just straight into it.
0: All right. So generally on contact, is it with the pads? Generally it's, speaking, it's with the pads. It's not really the rest of you. So that's like, kind of it's, why it's, it's usually easy. like
1: shoulder pads, side of the helmet, maybe a little bit of the forearm, leading forearm. Right. But okay. it's 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 not like you're like gonna jump on someone for a piggyback ride right. unless they're like psh- unless. You, for some reason, you have like a forty-year-old playing, which is like five. <laughs> you know, it's,
2: it's just called, gonna happen. It's called
0: that. <laughs> no, it isn't
2: <just> gonna happen. <laughs> so, all right. So, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, so what, let's. Uh, you want to keep going with this? You want to keep talking about the?
0: Joel, sure, well, I yeah. mean, what, Colby, What was there? Anything else you wanted to bring up in the show? Anything like over the years that your dad's talked well, about? Well we got
2: we got some other topics we can cover with him, I think. Okay, great. Yeah, so go for it. so to finish up the the strength training, so we're gonna um uh I'm gonna keep I'm tracking every single workout, every single exercise, yeah. set, rep, and I'm gonna start taking more video things so we can really document the process. I mean, if he sticks with it, which I don't know, I, I have a pretty good feeling that he's gonna stick with it because he seems he's always coming and bugging me about it. You know? Yeah. It's not like yeah. I have to go, all right, Colby, go to work out today. I sometimes I remind him like, if you want to work out, you better start now because practice is an hour. And he's like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. But, um, you know, so as long as he sticks with it, it, it would be very interesting to look back and see how, how well this worked. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if, if, uh, he does get a lot stronger and faster and all these things, then that would be a, a great success as an experiment. But and if he doesn't, then I'd be like, well, <laughs> we spent a lot of time working on this. It didn't really move the needle. Maybe it's not worth spending a lot of time doing this. But um, football is just about over. we got a, maybe a few more weeks, depending how far they go in the playoffs, maybe another month. But then uh, he d- he's going to be doing fall baseball with his travel team and stuff.
0: So it'll be I- interesting to see how that plays into um hitting okay one final question for colby do you prefer the athleticism or the engineering stuff or that you feel kind of equally about both of them
1: equally yeah
2: you know we've been doing this math team math enrichment class whatever you want to call it for the past uh i guess year and a half we did half of fourth grade all of fifth grade so we're just starting into sixth grade yeah how do you like it and you are you excited about do you like it yeah i'm
1: excited and like the test to get in for the middle school one and then, like, I was raising my hand, and then one teacher came over, and I was like, I'm done.
2: <laughs> yeah, so let's so put a little context for this. So, um, and I, I didn't really talk about this, this is new. So, I, I talked a little bit about how we're going to have to do it. So, we last year's math enrichment class, the fifth grade three-day-a-week pull-out class, was totally under the radar. It was something that I had worked out with a, a vice principal. We didn't have a principal that year because our yeah. principal had quit. And, um, and so... We, it was the district had no awareness of it, and uh, uh, it was just yeah. this thing we did. You've mentioned that, yeah. And so we talked about that. So, but coming out of the cold and from the cold, uh, you know, and getting the district to be making them aware of what we're doing and trying to make this some sort of legitimate, required that we allow other kids the opportunity to test into it, mm. which seems fair because there was no paperwork to um support why these kids were in this class yeah the, the, the gate coordinator um had selected these kids. actually just like she looked at the 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 performance of all the fourth graders on their previous three math standardized math tests and said these are the kids who we think
1: 16 she, 20 kids
2: and there's about 20 kids who we think have done who have done performed at the an advanced level yeah out of the five classes or something
1: five of them. You know, Maybe five, like 120, 150 kids.
2: Yeah, you know, something like that. So, yeah, it's about 150 kids. So these 20 kids should be considered for the math theme. And so, but you go forward a year and a half, there's no paperwork. Right, and right. so in bureaucratic systems, they require paperwork to demonstrate to kind of cover your butt to say, Well, why isn't my kid in this? You know, and you, you don't you don't want you would say, Well, these kids tested in your your kid tested below the minimum standard or whatever. Yeah. So we had to arrange this test. Now in order to make it very legitimate, yeah, yeah. So basically, there's a there's a, a national test. It's sort of um, I don't know. The, the UCLA is involved with this sort of assessment, um, these series of assessment tests. And um, so w- what I decided to do, I, I mean, I coordinate with the district, and I said, I think we should use the geometry readiness test, which basically right. means that you've mastered al- a geometry, algebra one, and you know some basic geometry and um and as well as like the you know, pre-algebra stuff so uh, the previous you know handful of Sundays we had we would meet with kids to kind of go over some of this stuff because we you know the kids hadn't done any math since um middle it, was, May. it was
1: like I think it was like two three days before the end of school year and that was like yeah, yeah, exactly. Ago. Yeah,
2: that was that no, was I was in the middle of May, so it was a while ago. Yeah. And you know, I figured they're getting rusty, so we were we we spent a little time propping them, but not much. I mean, it was just, I said, a handful of Sundays. And um, so they they sent a letter out to all the uh, parents in the school and said, you know, any you know sixth, seventh, and eighth grade kids who are interested in trying to place into this ex, you know accelerated math program is welcome to try. Mm-hmm. And so we had a lot of kids from the honors track in these very in those three grades. So I um I was sitting out there. Uh, Sandy asked me to go and and uh, wait for Colby because it was an after-school test and maybe talk to some of the kids and see how they did. So I'm sitting out there waiting, and then Colby comes bounding out the front door. He's like, I'm done. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Where's everybody else? He's like, I don't know. I finished early. I was like, oh, no. Hopefully he didn't, like, rush through the test and, you know, make a bunch of mistakes. He's like, no, no. It was, it was easy, and, and uh, it was funny. So he... He took off, you know, early, yep. and then, and I'll, I'll let him talk about it if he wants. But the uh, a bunch of the seventh and eighth graders who were coming out, um, you know, because their parents were kind of standing out near where I was, and we were chatting a little bit. And the parents asked how they did, and they're like, you know, it was a forty-five question test, and you know, Colby said it was one or two questions that he struggled with, but everything else was pretty easy. And then these kids are like, oh, I answered like nineteen of them, or you know, oh wow, David, left.
1: David, David, one of the one of the top ones. He he said he only answered like 28 problems
2: yeah I don't I don't know who that I don't know who you're referring to but yeah I mean it's just a, it was a tough test because you're talking about all of algebra one whereas even the most advanced eighth graders in the honors track are doing algebra now yeah they're just starting yeah. They're just starting it. in fact they're doing they're kind of refreshing pre-algebra as they get in algebra so looking at this test they're just probably like what the heck is this you so know it
0: kind of proves proves the point in a way well, what you've done is just yeah. really speeded these kids through a lot of curriculum.
2: Yeah, and I, and it's, it's unfortunate too because I look at some of these kids coming out, and I'm like, you know, if I'd had those kids, they could have easily done this. Yeah, right? it was just a matter of, I mean, those kids are older, and we didn't have access to them. But um, we don't. I don't know the results of the test. We'll, um, we'll get them in a couple weeks. So, um, so that's 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 the test he's referring to. So you thought you thought the test was pretty easy?
1: Yeah, it was pretty easy. Like I, I just looked at the question. Thought it in my head, and I was like, "Oh, so that's how it's done." Did it out on the scratch paper, wrote down the answer. Next question.
0: You just
2: blew through forty-five questions in thirty-eight minutes, no problem. You don't think you made too many mistakes? You
0: know what? Do you get to know what your grade is? Well, we won't it's, know. It, it
1: was like, I think it was like on Tuesday or something, and they and they said like one to two weeks. Uh, oh, so okay. Two weeks.
2: They because I have to send off to UCLA to be graded and sent back, so. Which is frustrating because I want to get started, you know? I mean, it's already going to be, it's going to be like the middle of October already before we even get, get the results. But so. do you know, do we, we don't know for sure how well he's done. I don't know how he's done or any of our kids in our class or any of the kids. So there were about, how many kids did you say took the test?
1: It was like 15, 20 kids. kids 15, right. 20.
2: Okay. So a bunch of probably mostly older kids. Were there many other there fifth, fifth graders from your honors?
1: sixth, six, graders? sixth graders. It, was, our sixth graders it was like two more kids.
0: More secure. But you feel was, fairly confident, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. No, wait. Three, four, more sixth graders, sure. and then the rest were like seventh and eighth graders.
2: So we'll know. So that's it. So well, here's the real question. I mean, do you enjoy learning um in more advanced math at a faster pace?
1: Yeah. Because like the the normal pace is like it takes like three days to learn a new subject, but in like your class you're like 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 you're just like you teach us it, and then you like give us a worksheet, and then like when at the end of the class you're like, do you know it? Do you know it? Do you know? It? And give us like a few problems at the end, and then like we we know it. So like you're you're good. And in like the other class you're like they like they're like this is how you this is how you do it. Blah blah blah. blah. Give you a sheet of paper, and then like sheet of paper homework. Sheet of paper homework. T- test how you know it.
2: It's, so it's three times slower.
1: It's three three times as fast.
0: Three times slower. We move three times as fast. Yeah. So and you don't like moving slow, right? No. You just like moving through stuff. Why? Why wait? Why bother? Right? Yeah. If you can do, if you can go fast, that makes sense.
1: If you can yeah. go fast, go fast. Yeah. But like, why? Why are you gonna keep like some of these like like struggling kids and like the honors track when like some of these kids are like. Oh, this is easy. I already know how to do it. That's like—that's what I'm like.
0: Is it weird that I feel like I'm talking to the future president? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, um,
0: let's see. Is there any? Oh, uh, I don't know. So, what else you want to? Um, what else? You wanna well, change? wait a second. So we—so ha- we have um, the, the math class. We have the athletics, but then we also there's a few other tracks, Colby tracks. That mm. w- that have been going on in the show, but I don't know how much you've been doing any of them recently. Like there was a robo- a robotic track, there was the well,
2: well he just did a, he just did a summer robotics program, but we then he did the um, he was doing the program. We did catalyst with us, and he did a little programming on his what's own. Your,
0: what's your current like obsession with engineering right now?
1: Engineering, it's, like, it's, which, it's, what
0: thing? Like is it. Is it Kerbal? Is it building little cars? Is it watching YouTube videos? What do you what, spend most of your time on? It home?
1: It's, it's like watching YouTube videos, like how do, how do you modify like this, the Riddell Speedflex helmet in, instead of retroglot, the uh, strap lock where you like, in, instead of the...
2: Remember Colby, he, only Justin can
0: see here, so you he might want to describe uh, it like, as opposed to show. Like, what, is the retro, ins- what is a retro retroflex Speed glock helmet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <The> rid- <laughs> what is it again? The Riddell Speedflex helmet
0: Riddell Speedflex Yeah What is that?
1: It's it's one of the safest helmets in the For what? In, for the For football Oh for
0: football Okay
1: Like it's got this like Carve out in like the front of the head That's kind of like Kind of like an octagon shape But without one side And then there's like Two holes
0: But like Why are you even thinking about that?
1: Because Like I just want to figure out how to get the ratchet lock system off and get like the strap lock system on why? because I don't like the ratchet lock system. <laughs> <laughs> it might be it might be easier to get on, but I like the I like the other one better or you just like so so,
2: he, so he's been designing his own helmet <laughs> he's re-engineering he, he's actually, the helmet he's actually been re the helmet <laughs> he actually he actually has 3, three dimensional like diagrams he's for blueprints for. Helmet designs as well as for football uh, shoulder pads. The new shoulder it's pads good. he's going to design. So he, you know, like he had he also had a, was that a hydrogen powered jet? Is that, the hydrogen, thing that a few yeah. weeks ago? He did that. And what were you designing on? What program were you using? I
1: was, I was just drawing it. No, um, but
2: you did some. Um, oh, no, you were doing the um, the treehouse on what?
1: The treehouse?
2: What program were you using to design the treehouse?
1: Oh, house? the, uh, oh, Tinkercad. Tinkercad.
2: Okay. so he always has something he's doing every week or he you know like i said he every week
1: every week it sometimes changes sometimes doesn't change like i remember like a week or two ago Mm -hmm. and it's still going now i'm working on like a football gear list tricking out like a football gear list like if you've talked talked about like my computer thing thing that i've been working on for like a year or two
2: yeah so i think he does is he will try and spec out like the ultimate computer system ultimate so he'll research system. Uh, yeah and so he'll, so he'll research every component and so he comes up with this massive list of every every piece of that you
0: would put to, to together to be this sort of not like,
1: not like every single screw the length
2: no and i understand that but like you ever, you ever think about card, building
0: a suit like this it's a metal suit that goes over your body and it's got like jets coming out of it and you can fly no. Oh, talking okay. like about Iron Man, he's trying to be funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Well, he, no, this is actually is a future Tony Stark, isn't well, it? That's well, it. That's it. That's it. So, now. we'll see. <laughs> well, yeah, the one thing he was
2: doing recently, which I thought he might want to talk about is, is so, Koy, why did you design your own defensive playbook?
1: Defensive playbook, well, like, in the, in the Seahawks versus the Trojans game that we did a couple weeks ago, we lost to them. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, what is it called? When I was out on a... On the defense, when the defense was out and I was out for when the kids were getting their playing time at D-line, mm-hmm. I was out and I was noticing that our defense was like, was like just like regular, not like anything unique.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: so like it, we were running pretty much the same defense, pretty much every single So play. you're saying
2: is we were predictable. The offense could predict what we we're doing. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I was, I created a defensive playbook D-line and D-skill playbook. hmm so, because uh, it was, just, it was just like so that we can be a little bit more unpredictable instead of like very predictable. How many can
0: the kids remember? Like, so it, it must like, be hard like, for them to remember. Like, if they, how many plays do you typically have to remember? What is it like? Five plays, ten plays?
1: I know, like, fifteen plays at most.
2: Right, no, we're talking about right. for your your current your team's plays. How many teams? How many of your team's plays do you have?
1: Uh, I have a, I have like fifteen plays or something. No, i no, I'm
2: not talking about you. I'm talking about that your coach has created. Oh, yeah. the
1: coach is created. It's about 20, tw- so 20, so 20. But these are all
2: offensive plays?
1: No, so the offensive plays is like 10, 15 plays. The mm-hmm. defensive plays is like three.
0: Now. Okay. Right. So you so you want to like add the level. It, but it is one of the problems that the kids like, have I'm, to remember I'm all those adding, plays. Is that I'm, quite difficult? I'm
1: adding like 11 plays, to, 11, oh, like 22 plays on the defense.
0: Right. So that's, that's a lot. Like, could, the, could the kids remember that many?
1: It's like it's probably like 11 plays for like one guy to know. If yeah. like he's a, he's like a linebacker, he only has to memorize like 11 plays. I but see. if he but if he's like a multi position, O-line, D-line, O-skill, D-skill, you have to me- memorize like 40 plays or something. Right. Forty, for forty, 40 five. But not a lot can of guys do that.
2: But not a lot of guys m- play that many positions. I see. Yeah. Usually you'll you usually you're either skill or line and a lot of guys only play one side of the ball anyway. So right, right. it's rare. But yeah, absolutely. I mean you could learn it if you practice it. You yeah. know, once you once they go through it, it just becomes second nature. But yeah, but what I mean, did the coach say?
1: The coach? Yeah. He was like like I was like <laughs> I was like bugging him, like I was for the strength training. Like I was like, Hey coach, can we practice my playbook? And he was like and he was like, okay, bring one play. And I was like, okay, right. what play should I bring? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so he still hasn't, they haven't done it. Although, he, Colby, you told me he said he's going to do it on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. that he's going to let him. You know, I, you know, implement one of, one of Kobe's plays. Awesome. Which is this is nice. We'll see if he does it. You know, I mean, coming up to a coach and saying, "Hey, uh, I took the liberty of designing some plays." But, you know, it's <laughs> <that's> not really <laughs> something that happens. You don't in, normally at, do that at right? any level, and yeah. whether kids are college or pro. You don't. They don't. That's not. So it was funny. They were all the coaches were all very amused. Yeah, um, I bet. And uh, especially since Kobe plays this the star position in his particular play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like like. The like both inside linebackers they go, they go out. Like, who's going to protect like the slant zone area, like short run zone? Who's mm-hmm. gonna protect that?
2: Yeah, so he he's playing defensive tackle. What he's gonna do is 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 drop back like a linebacker, so the linebackers can spread out. And so they think more guys are on the line. than They are, and then they flood the uh, the short pass zone. So it's kind of a fake out to the offense. The offense thinks they can run a certain type of play more easily than they're gonna be able to. It's it's pretty clever. like, it, like, right? it, like it's, it's like like it's
1: like it looks like a man play. Like the the cornerbacks are like are like doing like man position on the on the receivers, and then like the linebackers. Like, they're, like, like, they're still, like, the inside linebackers, they're still doing their normal thing. Like, just, like, like, they're just doing, like, they're just protecting this little area, like, zone. And then, like, but it's really, like, an all-zone play. Like, the cornerbacks, rovers, they just back up to, like, safety depth. The safety has, like, a bigger area. And, like, and, like, I have to back up and and cover the short pass zone. Linebackers have to cover the area where the corners aren't. Yeah. that's so, what that's what i did cool so i
2: don't know i i thought that was pretty neat i thought yeah, designing is plays were cool. pretty cool so he's he's always got uh, uh you know he's always got something he's all working on uh there whether it's designing jets or plays or football helmets or tree houses or computer on computer. what about the?
0: have you, you know. played your dad's
2: card game that he's been working on
1: oh no i think i think he it, what it, are you what are you still working on it or not well, well
2: i kind of had to put that on hold because um
1: he's wor- I, he's working on a you're not working on a battle math anymore.
2: Well, I, I put it on pause because I had to create the software program for the math academy. Oh, how now? That take a lot of time. So, yeah, I can give a little update on that. So, um we're right now. Well, first, all, I'll just say I'm a little frustrated because it's just taking longer to get started than I had hoped. Yeah, and I think that's but,
1: so. But you have a lot more time to actually like perfect the program.
2: I do. I have more time to work on perfect the program, but I really want to get things started because we're already in October now. Yeah, and but that's just sort of a. I think it's just a reality of dealing with uh uh, the district yeah so i i got uh i finally got the go-ahead from the district to go and um recruit some instructors yeah and uh the the lady Hootie, who's i'm interfacing with she said that we could be running this we're probably gonna be running it at 10 different schools Mm -hmm. because she sent out sort of an information uh, An inquiry to the, to the principals of these various schools say, you know, who would be interested in doing this math academy thing? And apparently, 10 of our schools, which is basically all of them, said that they would. Yeah, so I'm like, nice. you know, Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was thinking, what I was, want. I'd always hoped that we might be something like that, but I thought realistically, it might be just like three or four. Yeah. Um, and you're talking fourth and fifth grade classes. So you're talking, uh, our own class with fourth grade and one class with fifth grade for each of these schools. So you're talking 20 classes. So now I got to recruit instructors for 20 classes.
1: Like two, two people? Yeah. So per class? what
2: we're we trying to do is have one lead instructor and one assistant instructor per class.
1: So that's, that's like 40, 40? It's
2: forty instructors, or at least forty instructor slots, because you could have some instructors teach more than one class. So, you know, where are you going to get these people, right? So I um I've been in contact with the um uh, the chairman of the or the chair of the uh, is this Pacific Math Department. I think I mentioned about I had lunch with him a couple months ago. Our breakfast.
1: I think I think you told me about that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So we had I, I got back in contact with him. And I said, hey, so this is now coming together. I need to recruit, and he said, well, why don't you come out and speak to a couple of my classes? So I I drove out to Zuza, which is you know 15 minutes from here.
0: When was this? was Tuesday, I think. All oh, right. Okay. And um. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I I invited you for lunch, but you were doing something. Right. So right. I to, right. I got yeah. there.
2: So I um. I spoke at the last 10 minutes of his, uh, introduction to proof class. And then a 10, 10 minutes to his geometry class, yeah. which is more juniors and seniors. And, uh, they were extremely excited. The kids were really excited. Yeah. And, uh, I, a lot of them followed me back to talk, here more about it. And I got, <laughs> I, I, probably got about 20
0: kids from Azusa Pacific already to be instructors who want to be nice. We'll see are you, how are you going to test them? Like, how are you going to,
2: well, um, well, OK, let me let me just finish and I'll, I'll explain how it's going to work. So but I also got I also was in contact with the cha- chair of the Occidental Occidental College math department, and I'm trying to work my way into Pasadena City College, Cal State L.A., USC, but I haven't really got yeah. back from anyone else. Um, it's a little tricky if you don't have an in. People just don't respond to yeah, emails. Of course. Yeah. And um, but. The, the, the chair of the accidental um, math department was nice enough to uh, to sort of do an email blast. And mm-hmm. so I got a few kids from there. Right. Um, and and then a few kids from PCC. Um, and we're still waiting to hear back. I'm still waiting to get our the information sent out on an email blast at Caltech. Right. Hopefully we get some kids there too. So the idea is we're going to have a casting call, which would do hopefully do over maybe two days. So the kids will come in uh, for about, hopefully hopefully the process would take maybe no more than like uh i don't know half hour or so but they come in fill out some paperwork felt uh, take a background do a background check take a little um they have to do a background check with the state in order to be alone with kids yes. that's just your standard um request, standard requirement um do uh take a little math test to prove that they actually remember high school math <laughs> <laughs> um you know I, I don't want someone coming in and say "Oh, hey i'm a physics major and then they're like they really can't.
0: Yeah. Somehow they That's, slip through that the cracks. That
2: seems key to me. They, yeah. can't,
1: they can't do like algebra one, pre-algebra.
2: Yeah. We don't want someone like that. Secondly, uh, then then they're going to stand up in front of uh, a, a handful of us and give like a five to ten minute presentation on some basic math concept. So I'm going to say explain uh, what an equation is, how you solve a simple equation to say a ten-year-old who's never seen an equation before and you know, obviously, it's not really, it's less about mathematical understanding. It is your ability to, to explain yeah. something that's completely new yeah. and
0: potentially confusing to somebody really has... So, casting call is, is a really good word for it So you because you're basically auditioning them, like, how do they perform and seeing if they're going to get that across. And, but even the other ones, they can be the backups, right? They can be the assistants. So, yes. so, the, so, the leaders are the heads and the other ones are the backups.
2: Yeah, so I think there'll be... People who can present well and project well and have the right kind of energy and confidence would probably be no the elites, right? Yeah. They're gonna be the leaders. The assistant instructors are gonna be the kids who, you know, maybe lack that confidence or maybe haven't had any experience. I mean, I have a feeling there'll be pretty high correlation of people who are better presenting and feel more confident to kids who have Helped, who instructed, or been camp counselors, or yeah, yeah, to, something you know. But maybe we'll see. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't really care what your experience is. I want to. know You can do it, right? And so if you can show, if you can stand up and do it, that'll be a big part of it. Now the other question is the thing is they're going to be able to manage a classroom. And that's a little bit different skill. Just because yeah. you can talk doesn't mean you can manage a class. Um, so the kids that sort of pass our little screening process, and we will then have like a boot camp probably a few days later. And it'll be like a a two or three-hour thing where we'll talk about how to manage a client, how to teach the course, how we want this thing taught, how to run it, um, how to use the software, uh, and all that. But then also sort of pedagogical skills: how to how to manage classroom, how to.
0: How many people will you be auditioning?
2: Well, I got about I think I'm closing in on thirty candidates so far. Right. I'd like to get another ten to fifteen this week. So we'll see. I mean, you can maybe we have someone like 40 or so.
0: But you, but you're looking for 40 people.
2: Well, I'm looking I need to fill 40 slots. A lot of these kids I think would be interested in teaching more than one class. So if you're oh, going to drive oh, to Pasadena, okay. if you're going to go why why not teach the 4th and 5th grade class back to back if we can schedule Okay, them away. that makes
0: sense. Yeah, yeah. You
2: know, um and maybe there's some kids who're like, "Oh, you know what? I can do Tuesday Thursday and I can do uh, and I can do Monday Wednesday." So you could,
0: you could kind of cut 50% and still have what you need.
2: I think so. I mean, it, it really depends. If you get 40. Yeah, I think if we got yeah, if we got 40, I think if we, we could probably we might be able to manage it with like 15 to 20 instructors. If a lot of them can do more than one class, mm. maybe you're a lead on one and maybe your assistant on two others. Yeah, but we got to be careful to do too much of that, because if someone gets sick or they have something, they right, change right. they'll yeah. three yeah. classes are affected.
0: Mm. that's awesome. So
2: that's where we stand. Um, I'm just uh, sort of in the middle of that, that mad scramble for a uh, recruiting effort. I mean, I think I'm actually thinking about tomorrow. Going over to PCC, I, I, in fact, I looked on their schedule to find out when their uh, two differential equations courses are taught. Right. And I might just go stand out where the classes are when they let out, say, hey, <laughs> any of you be interested <laughs> in teaching gifted, you know, oh, gifted. That's the you know.
0: hustle, man. That's the
2: hustle. You I got to it. do it. I mean, it's sort of, it's not my favorite thing to do, but, you know, have 30 of these kids walk out right at one time and be like, hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, Hannah, have suppliers say, you know, maybe I can get three or four kids that way.
0: I bet you do. I bet you do.
2: You know, and because um, I emailed their professors directly and I, but I haven't got a back. response. So I'm just like, well, I, I have no other choice but to kind of just go right to the source. Work. Yeah, just go get right it. in their face. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, um, so that's it with MathCan right now. I mean, other than, oh, the other thing too is I talked to some of these kids about um, potentially helping write questions. Because writing all these math these questions oh, for us yeah, topics yeah, is yeah. a very time consuming process, and I don't want to have to do all of them myself. And uh, I think, I, in fact, I talked to uh, a handful of them about it, and they were seem really excited about that
0: idea. But it's going to be the same questions shared amongst all the classes, right? Right. So, so they,
2: that's really going to lighten your load,
0: having 20 people helping
2: you out. Well, they won't be writing questions. Uh, the only people writing questions are people who are paying to write questions because that's a separate thing. Right? I see. Right. So, and I would be paying them out of my pocket. This isn't something. Yeah, yeah. It's soft. It, you know, it's software belongs to me, so the, the, if I want to use it.
0: Oh, you will be paying them out of your pocket
2: for the software stuff. Yeah, they're not. Oh, they're they're okay. not being paid
0: to to create. So the software is going to be ready for when they start teaching. Yeah,
1: Okay. cool.
0: That's very good. That's it. So why don't we go off with some other topics? I think
2: Colby. Let me just let me just double check. Make sure there's nothing else here. But I don't want to. I think the stuff we're going to talk about might be.
0: Least, so.
1: We've been doing this for an hour and a half now. Uh,
0: fifty-three minutes on uh, recording time.
1: Oh dang!
0: Um,
2: I think we're uh, I think we're good. The only thing, I, other thing I'll say is, um, so I told you we, Kobe, and are both reading The Martian <laughs> oh, yeah. the movie, right? I think it comes. He's out, way ahead of you, though. Well, he finished it. I'm only on page like ninety. Right. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta read. It. I just, I keep meaning to read it at night, but I'm just so tired that I just fall asleep. Like oh, I have to read it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> still ask him to tell you. Yeah, but um, the show's coming out, so I guess we're gonna go out and see that.
1: Yeah, read.
2: I will. Uh, I will try and read it the next few days. <laughs> well, this weekend's over, so we are not gonna see it this week. So I have all week to finish it up. Right. Yeah. All right, Colby. I think that's good for the uh, for his part of the show. I the think. Colby he, section. The Colby <laughs> segment. The Colby yeah. segment is. Yeah, I think we've I've done it.
0: I, well, I thanks very much for joining us, Colby, and um, I'm sure you'll be on other shows as well.
1: Thanks. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> we got there in the end. Well let's uh let's hear about uh spoke. Oh spoke? You don't want to hear about my whole health yeah, stuff? Well hey, if we wanna talk about health, let's hear health. What's All right, well going I'll on? tell you that I've been doing the seven minute workout every day. How many how long have you been going now? Three weeks and two days. And you haven't missed a day? No. Perfectly Look. Different. Right
2: there. Well, I know you clicked it. I'm looking at it. I want you to tell you. Oh, no, I haven't skip. missed the day. I have not missed the day. Fantastic. Well, congratulations. So you get a prize at four weeks, right? One yeah, well,
0: but you you got to tell me what the prize I is. I
2: will get together with Phil, and we will come up with a prize. All right. I deserve one. You do, that's, that's fantastic, man. Great. Thanks. I, 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 well, so here's a question. After having done it, do you feel like it's starting to become kind of a habit? You know, think about it. You just do it. How hard is it?
1: No, to I get still have to it?
0: think about it. But yeah. Um, it's 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 easier to do obviously because it's it's just easier to do right when you're first starting off and you're completely unfit it's like really annoying to do but well okay you're talking
2: about the actual exercise themselves are becoming easier because you're becoming fitter
0: right but how
2: about the um the psychological aspect of it because that's what i'm more interested in like the sort of the natural resistance to doing it, the the part of your brain that starts coming come with excuses about why you shouldn't have to do it today or why you won't well, want to skip it. The main thing, what,
0: what just stuck with me is you you saying, you know, it's just seven minutes. Like, you can do it at some point. That kind of viewpoint makes it pretty easy. It's like, even if I forgot to do it, I can do it just before I go to bed because it just doesn't take up much effort, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just seven minutes.
2: Do you feel any better?
0: I do. Oh, I definitely do feel better, although I have put on weight. I don't know what that's about. But, well, I think it's know, probably, that's, probably more, that. that's
2: more related to your diet. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, so you were on your, you were on that very, very low calorie diet for a while yeah. and your body is sort of rebounding the other way.
0: So, I mean, I'm kind of like a two to nine. Well, the last time I measured. And so you, I was, you, you,
2: you were back at, you were like at between 235 and 240, like a while back when we were talking. No, I was, last uh, year. so I started
0: this, I was like a, a 230 before I went on that crazy Diet thing. And you went down then to I got down to 220, and now I'm back up to 230, basically. Since this, since you got down to 220, that was 224. Did you get two, down all that. No, I, I was down to 221 or something. You lost 19 yeah. pounds. No, 230 I was never 240. Oh. I don't know why, why you were getting 240. Sorry, from. No, no, you were 240 last year when you were no, first starting. No, long time ago. A long
2: time year ago. Year ago when we were you were you were at 237, and you got up as high as two close 250. to 50. 24. No, I'm talking about a year ago. I'm not talking about like three, four years ago. I'm talking just like a year ago uh. when you were initially tracking. It was like. You were like at the you were kind of frustrated because you're like I'm two thirty five, two thirty seven. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess that's
1: true,
0: yeah.
2: Uh, well anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but yeah. bottom line is you lost about ten Right. In
0: in pounds. this last last tranche, I basically went from two thirty to two twenty back to two thirty. Now right. But exactly. I but I wanna I wanna talk to you about this new diet concept that I've got. Okay. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd be excited about my new diet concept. All right. Because I always I always have these concepts. Okay. I'm going to call this the burn down diet. Okay. Have you ever done Scrum? Agile. Uh, no. Agile methodology. No.
2: I mean, so, I know what it is, but I, I you don't have to explain it to me. But just well, explain what. I, yeah,
0: explain it. what, what, what parts of it. So one, so one of the things that you do in in Agile is, um, it's basically you you have this uh, burn down chart, and then that allows you to predict what you should do for the future. So the so the kind of full process is like this. You sit down, you kind of go through your project planning, you sit down with a team of developers and you decide between you how big tasks are. And it's called, it's called planning poker. Mm -hmm. So basically you assign something, a number of points from like a one to a five, different teams use different, different scales. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't really matter what the scale is, but let's just say you decide one is really small and five is really big. Right. So all the developers go, oh, that task, oh, that's a two, you know? Or, oh, that task, that's a three. And everyone throws something out there and you just kind of average out what everyone does. And then that's the size of it. That's the number of points. And then at the end of every week, you you basically look at all the cards and you look at the points that were assigned to the cards and you say, right, how many points did we actually do? And so then once you've done that for two or three weeks, you can basically see, oh, we actually tend to estimate this way. And we actually tend to do about 20 points a week. That's so now planning, you actually have an idea of what you're going to plan against yep. because you've got your twenty points. So you can be pretty accurate with management and say we're going to put twenty points in this week, and we're probably going to do twenty points. Okay. So taking that same concept to weight, and because the, and this is just a thesis, a working thesis, but I find it really irritating, like going through the cal, having to like enter in calories or you know do those kind of things. But I do like the tracking thing, like to to write down what I'm eating but there's no kind of quantification with that. So what I thought was, what about if I do this? I have a basic idea of if, if I can translate these things to points in my own mind, it doesn't matter what that scale is, right? Like, I, like a hamburger is three points, in three Justin points, you know? Yeah. Like uh, a bowl of cereal is two Justin points, yeah? And so if I then just track everything I eat, just write it down on a pad every day and I just assign points to it and see what my total is every day, and then I track that for a few weeks. I can say, huh, okay. I eat an average of 20 Justin points a day, and I'm currently putting on around a pound a month. So I should eat 18 Justin points a day. Right. That, well, That in, is the idea.
2: It's a great idea, <laughs> except you've just reinvented the wheel. It's called Weight Watchers. They assign points.
0: No, but you've to got to learn foods. their system. That's the problem. Like so, so, so w- the, it is a great idea, and I have just invented Weight Watchers, but in a different kind of way. Because rather than me having to go through databases and search through stuff and all that kind of stuff, this is just something that I can on the fly write in something to the notepad, and I'm getting quant- a quantified number alongside entering something without having to think about it in any yeah, other way. It's I, just you, you a, gut, say, a gut yeah, level. It's worth a shot. The you
2: know the, I mean? the one the the, the 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 yeah. The great benefit of it is that. It's less work, yeah. Right. the The downside is that your estimation could be way off, and you could be prone to underestimating things because you really want them, or because you know you just got to be careful as, that you're honest. As long with as stuff. you're
0: consistent, because it doesn't actually matter. Like as long as you're as long as you consistently underestimate or overestimate, then it's then you're fine. Because basically, you'll you'll just consistently the the, the point system, your own point system will work for you, mm-hmm. and you'll bring it down. And you just you can't start. I mean, if, if, if a burger was three points to you two weeks ago and now you're saying, oh, that's only two points, then you know you're like, you're fucking unless
2: <laughs> you're like, well, there's different burgers, different places. I think some places like, well, that's like a, you know, a double double or, you know, some burgers are just giant and some are kind of
0: medium size. And like one could be like 300 calories well, more than the other. I've been doing it for a couple of days and obviously it's going to take some time to know if it's anything. But one thing that's already kind of interesting for me is it makes you think about stuff a lot more. Yeah, like because you're kind of really thinking, wait a second, how many Justin points is that? You know, so you really pay much more attention to the food that you're putting in. Hey, that's already an interesting. I actually
2: effort. like this plan better than any other any other diet plan you've come up with, or <laughs> rather come up. You haven't really come up with them. You've you've signed on to other ones, or you right, take right. on which is pretty. what Everybody does. People don't generally invent them, but I like this for the same reason I like the seven minute. It's easy. Yeah, and. It's if, if something's easy, you're more likely to do it. Right. You know, Anything that has a lot of friction. Exactly. Um, that's my point. It just really reduces the, the compliance or conversion, right? Yeah. Conversion. Right. You're gonna remove all, 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 all uh, as much friction as possible. And also the other thing is just how excited you are about it. Right, right. I mean, if you're excited about it, that's another good thing. But you know, one thing that I've been thinking about too is just flexibility. How flexible is this diet? Is this diet is very flexible? Yeah. Right. If you're like I'm going to Georgie's parents. There's no way I can eat my little noodle and right, whatever right, di- right. my my zero calorie noodle dish. You know, there it's just not gonna happen. And and that's reasonable. You know, it's just like there's certain times where it just there's certain social occasions that it's just it's very inconvenient to be strict on your diet. And it's sort of awkward sometimes. But, and it's it's better to be able to say, you know what, I'm going out meeting Phil for dinner you know, I'm going to G- Georgie's parents. and So I'm going to reserve some points to have something there during that day or during that time of day. And the, other
0: th- re- the rest of the day, I'm going I'm to... Well, the other thing about it is because you're completely in control of it, because you basically own deciding what the scale is, the Justin points, mm-hmm. right? It, it makes you, you know, I'd be more likely if I was going to Georgie's parents, if I had a blowout, I'd be more likely to log everything, you mm-hmm. know, because I wouldn't be so stressed about it. So, yeah. You know, I think cause it's, you kind of have more ownership. I think it.
2: it's worth it. Well, you know. So, for instance, my my current weight loss thing. So, I lost about ten pounds. Yeah. And I've been holding steady at about one ninety two or so. Right. Um And the last couple of weeks, I've been flat like the last few weeks because well, I think I think partially, um, I don't know. I think I think maybe my my dinners are maybe slightly more high in calories than I, than I think. Yeah. I mean, because I haven't been as strict on the dinner because it's just so hard for me to force sandy either i eat alone Sandy's he's like well here kids and i are eating this here's your chicken and brussels sprouts yeah again you know i know and that gets yeah. really old and so one thing i'm thinking about doing is um maybe doing like three week sprints do a three week try and lose five pounds in three weeks you know be strict not yeah. starve be strict like i was just right. be really strict so I'm going to do three, three weeks on, three weeks off. So three weeks on and then three weeks hold. Not three weeks gain weight, but try and hold. Just, you know, I can lay, I'm not going to lose weight, but I can eat, you know, eat, be conscious about my dinners, but don't go, don't go nuts or anything like that, but just try not to put on any weight. Yeah. And then, because, because what happens is like after, after about six or seven, I think I find myself hitting around two months, I start getting a little burned. I get started really burned out on the food. -hmm. I really like, you know, even even if I just want to
0: have regular food, I don't want to eat this just this piece of chicken and broccoli.
2: Compliance becomes, yeah, it just becomes harder and more and more difficult. And also because what happens, your body, it becomes harder and harder to lose weight over time because your body just sort of, I think, learns what you're doing or your metabolism, metabolism slows down or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me. I think that of course the, the the lower body your your lower your body fat percentage it does becomes tricky right if you're thirty percent it's really easy to lose some twenty percent a little harder ten percent it becomes really hard to lose get down to seven or eight percent for example yeah um I'm not trying I'm not trying to say that like gee I'm so low body fat that I can't lose any but it <laughs> it 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 does becomes a little harder every
0: ten pounds five pounds you know Phil's doing well I just saw him uh, a couple of nights ago and he's really looking you think you've noticed him lose yeah 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 he um. He was re- He got off to a oh, really okay.
2: rough start <laughs> because yeah. we got out here. We started our little competition. Yeah, and I, 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 I definitely beat him in the first um, stage. But he, he, he was unlucky in that he had a friend come out for a week, and you just can't. Yeah, a yeah. friend visiting, who's not on the diet. It's just the most impossible. To, right, to, right. To yeah, to do. That's and, be tough. you know, you're gonna go out, and you're not gonna work out as much. You're gonna go out and drink or whatever. So, um, anyway, my my plan is. I'm I'm going to be a little more flared. I'm thinking about rather than having one cheat day, that I might just have a few cheat meals. Right. for One, but I'm also thinking maybe what I might do is do three weeks on, and three weeks off. Mm-hmm. You know, until I get there. I mean, I I mean, ultimately, I like I like to get down to like 175. I'm at 192. So, I mean, I, I've been I I have to say that I've I've been kind of I I wouldn't say I've been I would probably give myself credit for being off for about two weeks, but I think I need another couple weeks off, and then I might just. Just kind of hold at one ninety two, and then just make it, and then be able to take breath a deep breath and go. All right, let's try and drop down to 187 Right. Yeah, you
0: that's know? how you're gonna and do it. And then your... you stay
2: really focused for 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 three weeks, and then hold. Plus, it also gives yourself, your body a, a you know some time to adapt. That's how you're gonna dunk.
0: That's the yeah. Way. Well, yeah, the,
2: the other issue, of course, is the is the injury issue. So, it's really well. I can't remember who I, I know, I'm probably looking at, but one of their commenters said when, it was like the show before uh, the show for last, where he said. He's like, hey, yeah, I like this is the show. He's like, even I really he has something about it. he enjoyed the operation of superheroes. Like, although I have to say I'm a little skeptical because I'm the same age and I just find that I keep getting injured more. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I just don't know if you can do it because of that. And I have to say that's the issue. Yeah. Is it's yeah. R- to to really strength train and power train, I mean, you you have to lift heavy weights and you have to lift kind of aggressively. It's it's you know, squats and deadlifts and stuff. It's, you're not just getting in the machines and, you know, bullshitting around. I mean, it's, and, and when you're doing sets of three or sets of five, um, and you're putting in maximal effort, it's, it's just hard, easy to hurt yourself. I mean, I do all the time and, and maybe because there's this borderline between training hard and injury. It's just very, it's not a lot of, you know, space. And so, you know, I've, and I, you know, as people who listen to the show, but I've injured myself a lot. And it's really frustrating because you yeah. start making a lot of progress and the, ah, my shoulder, ah, you know, my elbow, ah, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it even happens to guys, you know, guys in college and pro, I mean, you know, 20 somethings, oh, yeah. you're constantly getting injured um, just because that's the natural result of training hard. So I'm, I'm, I, 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 as I mentioned before, I was starting to train a little bit, my lower body, at least my elbow is not healed, but my growing, but then I, it was kind of. I did, I was feeling really good and I started doing squats and I was like, started to get aggravated again, the adductor tendon or whatever. And then started feeling a little better. And then I started doing some deadlifts, you know, hex, de- hex bar deadlifts. And then it started to bother me a little bit. So I'm like, I'm trying to, I think I'm going to take a few more weeks. I'm going to lift, but I got to try and baby a little more and rehab it because I'm just like, I just did a point where I can right. lift and not be injured. Yeah. Um, this is really frustrating because I'm dying to because, well, at least I have to say training Colby <laughs> lets me, I live vicariously through him a little yeah. bit, you know, I mean, you know, he comes in and it, we, we train four days a week. He comes in my office and he's like, all right, dad, let's lift. And so <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, start stretching and let's get the bar out and load it up and, you know, so I, so all that, like researching like you know how many reps and sets or maybe we should try a little of this and you know and i i'm kind of i mean obviously i have a plan but i'm always like tweaking a little bit kind of depending on how he's doing and what i think would be the you know the most optimal thing to do and uh so it keeps me it keeps me feeling keeps my mind on it but it doesn't make me too depressed that i'm not lifting cause I'm like, right well at least, at least yeah. he's making progress so anyway so that's my press but i anyway i i like your uh
0: i like your plan so have you started it yet or are you just Hi, thinking I'm, about I'm day number two you're doing yeah, two. Day number two. So and an, I guess, there's another little, another little tweak to it, which is, um, which I should probably mention. Uh, so, well, for example, yesterday I had uh, 22 points. So this is uh, kind of how I measured the points. I'll just show you there quickly. Okay. But I'm putting a little smiley face next to things that are actually kind of healthy, things that are pretty vegetable. Lentil avocado salad, but you gave it three. Yeah, because I think I do think that it was a, you know, ca- calorifically speaking, it probably was. A, a, Three Justin points. <laughs> so calories is high, but you
2: feel that like you got a lot of uh, m- vitamins and minerals.
0: Basically, if, it, if it's like I'm, I'm putting a smiley face next to anything that's kind of vegetable driven, and I'm trying to have as many smiley faces on the, on the day as possible. So what's
2: your, what about this whole vegan thing? Are you
0: doing it or not
2: doing it or what? I just
0: took it. I don't have a way of doing it because I can't, I can't afford to get it all sent to me or prepared by a private chef. And I don't have the time to do it because it's too expensive, but I would really love to do it.
2: Yeah. But you, I mean, I, I mean, like if you, Look, I mean you think it's a little chicken, I, think, I think it's I think it's pretty much <laughs> crap. I mean I, I look I mean especially if you if you stick with chicken and fish, right you're dude, you're good. Yeah, you're I fine. Mean, you're fine. And you know, I'm even I'm not even and I'm not even a big hater on red meat. I mean right. it's very high in calories, so you gotta watch that. Um but uh, yeah, I mean I think I think the big culprit is um you know these uh simple sugars you know and, and you know and, and sugar straight up but you know you know carbohydrates and sugars you just got to be careful i mean i think you just gotta i don't But I mean, the thing that sucks about diet about food uh science is that it's just so unsettled yeah there's just and same with exercise science is just there's so much there's uh, different studies proving
0: different things. Yeah, it is. There's just, studies proving that like high fat diets are the way to go. There's studies proving that vegan diets are the way to go. There's studies proving that like I mean, one thing that well, is. See, none of them prove anything, sugar. a lot of them indicate Yeah, indicating. And then, the then sugar yeah. is one thing that's pretty irrefutable. Like sugar's bad for you. Like it's pretty irrefutable. Yeah, I right? think
2: I think the one thing you could probably <laughs> say is that you need to really watch how much sugar you're eating. Yeah. You know, not that sugar is going to kill if you have a brownie. You're not gonna kill over and die. No, no. But if you're drinking three Cokes a day, yeah, you're probably gonna put on weight. Yeah. Probably not, that's not a good thing, thing to be doing, right? I mean, I mean, so problem is like people get so crazy about this stuff where they're just like, I can't have, you know, any of this or that. And they just go no, over the top much. and they react and become they become neurotic about it. But
0: it's like you, you know, but then it's like it's just so easy to come that way. Either you're just Well, that, that's another th- reason why I like this concept that I've come up with is because it's not really about what you eat. But at the same time, if I if I get more checks on the meals, then I will gradually guide the meal to the overall meals. to if be If you're more eating healthy. vegetables right. and chicken
2: right. and fish, yeah, and you're, you're not well. overdoing it on like breads and cereals and rice and pasta, and you keep that stuff to a minimum, mm-hmm. or you do things like you've done where you talk about eating things like replacement stuff for that, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to be great. You know, we just got to watch, <laughs> just like anything, you just got to watch your...
0: All, All right. right well let's day. see, let's see how it works out. I've only been doing it two days, but already I feel a much less level of stress versus any other thing. And I don't feel like I'm constricting myself in the same way. Well, well. that's
2: why I, that's why I always frown me to that stuff. I was just like, I don't know, man. Like that just sounds like impossible. These liquid diets, or I'm just gonna eat right. vegetables, or I'm just gonna <laughs> have 300 calories a day. I'm just like, dude, like that is just <laughs> really hard. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's it's not that I think you have weak self-control discipline. It's that you try things that would require man of steel or woman of steel <laughs> level resolve, right? right you're like, right. you're a mortal. You're right. not, you know, I mean, yeah, there are, this, these, there are these extreme people who can do extreme things and they're rare and they can just, you know, I, you know, like, hey, I do the 800 calorie diet for a year. I mean, I don't even know. I can't imagine how you could do stuff like that. You know, I mean, whatever. You're. I don't think, based on what we've seen, I don't think you're other people. Right, I think you're right. a normal guy. You may even have a higher than average level <laughs> of resolve and self discipline, you know. But I'm just gonna put you and say you're in the normal range. But you keep you get yourself overexcited, and he's like, "I'm gonna do this," and it's just like, "Okay." <laughs> Three weeks later, it's like, "Well, turns out you're immortal, right?" Like, turns out you can't live on 800 calories a day without losing your mind, you know. All right. So, <laughs> All right, you wanna- yeah, like be... It's like do something that is doable, yeah. that's achievable, right. you know? And uh, I think that makes sense. Okay, so you want to
0: talk about Spoke?
2: Well, I want to talk about one other thing. Okay. First, on the real list, once you hit a month, so that's me. see next weekend. Oh, of the... We'll- yeah, if you're over seven, minute, seven minutes, then yeah. I think we should sit down and talk about whether it's time to level up to like a 15 minute or not. Or if you want to try to stay seven for another month. I mean, how? Oh, how like, at what point do you feel like, oh, this is so easy, like it's not even an issue. So a two,
0: anyway. seven minute. So basically you you could just click a double cycle. You can just. Yeah, although we might
2: level up. But you, what we need to do is talk about when it's time to level up. I don't really want to talk about now because you're still in this month. Yeah. That's, that's, but at what point,
0: at some point you're going to go like, this is just. So easy for me. I kind of think that I should be doing full press ups because I'm not doing that. I'm doing full press ups. What's a full press up? A full press up is an actual press up. Oh, I'm, you're doing a push up. Push up, yeah. Oh, you're doing a knee push up. You're yeah. doing girl push ups. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> that, sorry. That's hard for me. <laughs> okay. Well, that's hard for me. I mean, <laughs> okay. obviously for okay. you that's okay. easy, but like, okay. I've got a long way to go on this seven minute stuff before I'm like. <laughs> okay.
2: All right. Well, yeah. Well, let's take. No, um, that's fine. Well, I think what you got to do once you can do the seven minute stuff
0: and you feel like it's pretty easy for you. I mean, I'm going to be doing, it's going to take me 30 seconds to get an entire push-up done. So, because I'm I'm like right now, I, I'm i doing the push-ups from the knee, but if I move to the feet, I'll probably be able to only do two in 30 seconds because it's 30 second cycles of stuff.
2: You do one push-up in 30 seconds. How many push-ups, how many
0: knee push-ups do you do? In oh, push-ups? I mean, probably like 25 or something. Have 20. you tried doing a normal push-up? I have not, no. I well, guess you I probably should try do a few. There
2: okay so right. so when colby when yeah. he
0: first started doing the pull-up and the shoulders like there's a problem with the shoulder which is what i'm going to the. but anyway yeah yeah
2: okay so when colby was doing the uh he could only do one pull-up
0: yeah
2: and so it's kind of hard i was trying to go oh, well i don't know if, how do we get him strong enough to do more than one pull-up and he's kind of heavy he's 90 pounds so it's a lot um for a you know, 10 or just turned 11 year old to, to pull up so i said well let's um so i had him do like these inverted pull-ups where you kind of, he, he was kind of like a, um, imagine like a railing and you're kind of like hanging from it and your feet are touching the ground and you kind of pull it up to your, uh, under your chin. Yeah. He would do like a set of 10 or 12 of those, which are oh, I the you mean, yeah. And so we did that for a couple of weeks for, you know, and it was hard for him at first to do like eight and then I was doing three sets of 12 without a problem or 15. Yeah. And, um, so you start with something easier like you're doing and I think that's fine. And you see, I got that chin up bar, pull up bar. That we had that you can just attach. It's over oh, there. Yeah. I just can't see yeah. it. And the, and, the, and I, I tried this new strength pro, uh, training protocol with just that. And I said, "All right, with just pull ups, I'm going to have you do them every day." And we're not going to do normal. Normally, times you do these exercises, it'd be like you'll do it once every two to four days, depending on your right. So, you won't and mean, you would do a set of three to five sets, you know, to failure, nearly to failure, or whatever. It would. I was like, I I listened. to This interview it was on the Tim Ferriss show and he was going this guy who's a, who's a Russian strength conditioning strength yeah. expert and uh, he was talking about just just do pull-ups every day but don't go to failure so if you can do seven pull-ups do like five but that do five sense. every yeah. day yeah and pretty soon we do more so I've been telling Coleman like go up don't I don't want you f- going to failure but just do it and and so now he's doing uh four huh. you know That's and cool. sleeping week. so I'm like all right maybe by the you know by Christmas and maybe so I, my goal for him is by Christmas he can do seven but you know he he may be, maybe we maybe do more if we have to that's awesome. Pose, which would be amazing. But it's the same kind of thing. It's the same thing. Just start like what you're, keep what you're doing. But you know what I would do is maybe do, uh, try and do one or two push ups first and then do something. Now that you're getting, now you say I can do 25 of these sort of yeah. push ups, do one or two push ups, how many you can do, and then do, and then finish it off with another, you know, 15. That makes sense. You know, just ease into it. You just constantly, yeah. what you want to do is you want to level up. I'll wait
0: for for a month, and then I'll start the full push-ups. Okay. So, stock spoke. Oh, spoke. Okay. Well, um, I've got 155 people on the beta list for it. How? Um, I pushed it up to a site called (laughs) (laughs) betalist.com. Okay. (laughs) And they are basically like product hunt, but for products at the beta stage. Okay. But also... um, Ben Boyter very kindly offered me an ad on his website where he has ten thousand developers going every day. Wow! Which is I think codesearch.com or something. Okay. And um, he basically said, "Yeah, hey, listen, you know, just as a payback for giving out good content for the last five years, oh. I'll do that." So nice. Yeah. So, but the one thing about the the spoke is that, that's kind of cool. Um, and well, I'll, I'll get to the one thing. So I, I'm re- I'm remembering what it was like with Pluggio. So it was kind of similar with Pluggio, and I had, you know, a few users come in from that group who said, like, I really want to get going on this. Like, this is I'm really interested in this. And even with Spoke, there's there's one person who is like super into it and really wants wants to do it. So that's that's a good sign. But the one thing is, so far the tests that I've done of the tech. So <laughs> here's an interesting thing. Like you're supposed to build the the do the the market validation first. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know, on on the websites that offer these services, they say that they can do this. You know, they say, oh yeah, yeah, we, you know, you can auto transcribe meetings, all that kind of stuff. I'm not getting great results on the actual tech when I run it through their APIs. So I'm still trying to work out: is it me or is it them? Right. Am I doing something wrong? You know, like I, I just feel like if it's a fifty percent rate of correctness, that's not very good. It's not very valuable. No. So. That's where I'm working at is is the tech side of things I think that, I think I validated it quite well right <laughs> I just think that maybe I should have built some tech before doing some validation
2: no, I don't think so I think you're basically trying to figure out whether it's worth it's a problem we're solving right you know I mean yeah. yeah I mean this is a problem that seems like it should be solvable or. At m- you know, there's a good reason to think that you can solve it. Yeah. Maybe not easily, but you can solve it. It's not like something that's so <laughs> outside the realm of technological possibility that you know you really have to go and experiment with first. Right. Uh, but and I also I think it's about just sort of exercising some self control on your part because it's so easy for technologists to just get sucked down the rabbit hole of like I just want to yeah play with this tech because you, know, you do. That's part of the reason we do this because we love the tech part. But I think it's just smarter. If you can go out and validate, and make sure there's there's a business there. Make sure there's demand there. If there's a demand there, of people who who are really really willing to spend money, and you have a way to get to them, then yeah, it's definitely worth solving. But if it's not, then you know why not solve a problem that people are willing
0: to pay for? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that advice. Um, but what I'm saying is, I'm not sure that it's solvable. Okay. Just yet. I'm not sure test. Yeah, it might ready. not be. It might not you be. Know?
2: So, but have you done any, uh, any of the validation we talked about? Have you put up a landing page and tried to buy some words and trying to figure it out?
0: Yeah, obviously I've got a landing page. You but know, have you, you gone you've on you've buy. Seen the landing page? I haven't bought the, the keywords. So you haven't done any, any you haven't done any testing yet on demand? <clears throat> not that, not that side. I think Why so. not? I don't know. I've been busy doing other stuff. What have you been doing? Well, um, obviously working for, No, I mean,
2: I said, what have you been doing on spoke though? It sounds like you've been doing other stuff.
0: Well, the only thing I've been doing on Spoke is just a very small amount of tech testing to see what the translation rate's like, because I just don't think there's any point. Because if you consider that I have 155 people on the list, there's already someone who's sent through saying they really want it, like in a very deep way, as well as the other 155 people who signed up. That's an indication that you should at least see whether it's possible to build.
2: I don't know, because... Beta betaless people on betaless are these are just like a looky lose these are people who just like to see new stuff they they probably it could be that almost none of them have any interest in, they wouldn't want to use news. it they just want to play they just want to play with it it's like you, you know we get that traffic they used to talk about that the the, tra- the, the tech crunch effect yeah you know back you know five six seven years ago um before hacker news was a thing and you in your way you'd launch a product was trying to show show HN and try and get on the front page of hacker news you would try and get a write up and hack on TechCrunch. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was more than a side project. It was more like individual starts, but that's what you do. And you'd get this massive amount of traffic and all these signups. And then most of it was just like, was crap traffic. Yeah. I mean, nobody was really interested in, there were very few real potential customers. It was just people checking out the latest cool thing. Right. You know, and you go to a beta list site that's just for people trying out betas. What are you going to get? You're going to get people who try out beta stuff. So... I would put a real big asterisk next to that as being that that traffic may be really not telling you much. Right. So, I would say, if you want to play with it because you just want to for fun, like, do it for fun. I mean, it's like going to see a movie. Like, I just want to do it a movie. I, not want, to like, money, I feel but, like
0: I don't want to, like, lead people up the garden path. I mean, if it's, like, totally not possible, then it's...
2: All, you, all you're doing is, 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 is buying some AdWords or doing some... Facebook ads or whatever the hell are you doing? Yeah, and people put their email address. Right. I mean, they didn't really vest a whole lot. You know, they're not like, hey, yeah, I'm interested. No, I mean, it's not like you fooled them. You know, they're like saying, yeah, I'm interested. We'd be cool. i right, are well, be-
0: I'll, I'll, I'll do that. By, that's what uh, I think. I,
2: but like I said, done, so if, you sure. traf- if you want to build the traffic, if you want to build the tech, because it's just something that you're just, no, no, it's it you want to scratch because you're going to then do it. But let's just put it in the category of this is just something that's
0: fun. So you say build the tech? That's not what I'm saying. Like. Build the tech is like, you know, an infrastructure or a website. I don't mean that.
2: I mean, the core, you're trying to solve the core algorithm. Can can I get the core algorithm to work? Yeah, I mean,
0: basically, basically anything that I've fed into that thing so far, it doesn't give me a great, like, you know what I mean? I mean, just talking about the basic level of Mm -hmm. sending a sound file to an API and getting some text back. Mm -hmm. Like, it needs to be really clearly spoken by American people and... But not Brits. because Like, we, with a British accent, it doesn't pick it up as well. Because, really? it's all trained for Americans, right? <laughs> and if there's any background Australians, noise... Australians, is that, like, a disaster? Yeah. <laughs> if there's any background noise, it doesn't what work. What about people who, are like, from Boston? Like, or I Or, like, I mean, Chicago. This, this, this is what I'm saying. Like, so is it worth building something that's, like, just not if accurate? You had, if you have a southern accent I mean, or a western th- twang... I think about it. it. People are paying you, like, I don't know, 50, 100 bucks a month. And all they're getting is complete garbage. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't. Well, seem you know, like okay, a look, good here, here's here, okay.
2: <laughs> I, you know, is okay as much as I say you right. should go out and test the traffic, I think that's the the smartest, most optimal business thing to do. Yeah, from a personal standpoint, I would probably play with the algorithm, the core algorithm as well, just because I want to know. Yeah, right. it's a exactly. question I want to solve. Yeah. But as long as you don't allow that, tease yourself down the oh, I'm just going to build. No, no, this, I'm not building anything. As long as you don't do that. I just
0: want to... All I want to do is just see, is there... A, like, am I doing something wrong to get back a bad rate of yeah. success? But, like, if I get back stuff that's 80%, then I'm like, okay, maybe... Then I'm going to go... Okay. Continue. Right. Anyway. right. Okay, so... um, That's Spoke. That's Spoke. Okay, we spoke about Spoke. You want to hear anything else?
2: Let me tell you a GiveTronic update real quick. Yeah, go on. So okay, we'll do one I, for one. I know we don't have a lot of time left, so... We'll do one for one. Um, So... I can not remember I have, I still haven't talked to the developer and asked him if he wanted his name or any information shared so I'm going to I'll just say he's from uh, Costa Rica. Okay. And and uh, um, seems a really nice guy. Seems yeah. buggy bright. Seems like he can and he's already actually been sending me like uh, some MVP level stuff. Cuz nice. I said I told him I said let's do the 3 week MVP. That that'll force forces us to get something done quickly and test it out. So it's been 2 weeks. And he sent me back um, something that looks like it mostly works. I haven't tested it out completely. but I'm going to spend some more time on it later today. But I've just, uh, my feedback to him lately has just been some UI stuff. Because I was like, you know, we the UI has to be, it doesn't have to be extravagant. And there doesn't have to be a lot of bells and whistles. But the core thing it does has to be kind of clean. And it has to be kind of slick. Yeah. Because if it's not clean and slick, then people may not use it because it's cumbersome and confusing. Not because it's the wrong product concept. Right. Yeah, you know, we we will we can easily misinterpret the results yeah. of a failed test. And you know, it's not like we have to get a fancy designer in here, but let's just make it. So I I was just like, all right, well, for instance, when they go on to create a campaign, I said let's not make them sign up first. Just go on, campaign name, uh, you know, end date, uh, fundraising goal, which is optional. Create campaign. Oops, you don't have an account. Now he just create an account, username, pad like like list simplest thing possible. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna ask for your address to send you a check until someone says at least donate at least yeah, $5. Yeah. Right, right, right. right? Yeah. No point in asking. Oh,
0: gradual, basically gradual sign up, gradual
2: yeah. sign up. Yeah. And, um, so he, he, he had gotten some of it right, but some of it wasn't quite right. So I'm like, right, let's just kind of push some of this later and just make the flow really simple. Cause. You know, it's a it's a mobile app, so it has to be super simple. Yeah. Because he's built it like a website where, and he's not, he said, it for, and I'm gonna say he made mistakes. He's just trying to get something simple as quickly as possible, which yeah, i yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's a website. So I'm like, right. Remember, this is a mobile app, so let's just take out as much of this stuff as unnecessary and few simple fields. You know, a few simple one button, bang, 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 done. Right. Yeah. So we're just I'm just gonna go a few iterations on that. I I sent him some feedback. He says it's gonna take a few days, and I have some more few more things, but he's actually doing it. Great. so if we can just get a few, as I told him last night in my email I said let's just go a few rounds on the UI let's make the user experience clean and and and, and, uh, and easy and, and, and simple yeah. then um, then we'll, I'll unleash uh, Nagy, who's the uh, who wants to hit the street and start selling this stuff and he'll go he you know I, I think I've told us before like he wants to hit all these churches. How long has it been in the works this project? Well, I've been in like zombie state for like two, three years. I don't know. Well, wow, two over years. two years, two and a half years. Crazy. It's just been. If this turns into something,
0: it would be hilarious. After three years, just on the like back burner. Well, the way I see it is like
2: I just wanted this off my. I either want this to work, or I want it, I don't want to think about it anymore. Right. Like I don't want this thing in the back of my on the back burner that's making me feel guilty all the time. <laughs> you know, like I just don't have time for it. Like he, he's very. I mean, he's as patient as I come, but he's, you know, every month or so, hey, any time to work on this? Any product, you know? Who
0: lost three years?
2: Well, maybe it's two years. like, <laughs> mean, It's been a while. I did to look. But I, because I feel guilty, I pay the LLC fees and accounting fees and stuff. So I pay a couple thousand dollars a year to keep the thing alive. Because I'm like, I shouldn't make you pay for this because I'm the one, I'm the bottleneck, right? Wow. But I don't want to pay that anymore if it's not going to work. And I don't want to feel guilty. So I'm like, we're going to test it out. And if it doesn't work or we can't get anyone to use it or do something, then I'm just gonna shut everything
0: down and be done with it. If it does work, that would be awesome, right? Well, we're gonna have to finish up soon um, because I know you have a meeting at uh, two and it's 1.56 right now. But the the final thing I wanted to mention is that um, I noticed there was a condo for sale in this apartment block. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was thinking maybe I'll buy that, move in, and make it much easier for (laughs) a new podcast. (laughs) Yeah, well, there's
2: two. I think and one is just really overpriced. Right. They are just—they're asking like four, five fifty or five, and it's not even like a um a remodeled inside. You trying to put me off? You don't want to be I'm Davis? I'm just like that's not a good buy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that unit. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a crazy price because it's been there for a while. Because people were wondering like why is it on the market and like it initially came out and said five hundred eighty thousand oh, dollars. too much for a two bedroom condo. Um, what I mean, are- where it's really probably. A remodeled one is probably like five twenty.
0: Yeah. Just trying to get some extra. Well, okay, one other fun thing I'll say is Jack started walking. I don't know if I mentioned that. Oh, great. he didn't he wasn't walking in the last show. So yeah, he's now walking, which is really awesome. Well, and also well, how does he know he's a year Life and... has changed since he started walking. I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, because I'm like, just saying now you're really gonna be on alert. It is literally impossible to keep the house clean anymore. Like the house was we were able to keep a semblance of normality no, for now. It is not possible. Like within Thirty minutes of it being clean, it is just a complete craziness again. So that's interesting. Very wow. interesting. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's
2: too bad we don't have any time. I actually had a couple of good topics, but we just kinda yeah. Well, we'll just we'll just have to do more topics next time. Well, I think you, well, we, you, said, you, Phil, you yes. said you want to have Phil you said you want to have on next time. Yeah, next week. So next time we're we'll gonna do another show next next time I think we'll probably really make it topic heavy. Yeah. You know? Um, and we'll just uh, top meaning not personal narratives sure and uh that way he can we can all jump in equally and we just haven't done much of that lately so
0: might as well i think it'll be a lot of fun with phil on the show he's a funny guy
2: all right so that's a wrap we're out